Hi, welcome to my podcast, Talking Travel with Wendy. I travel the globe interviewing really cool people in small hospitality and tourism businesses. Join me each week as I discover and share something or someone new with you. You can find more at www.travelwithwendy.net. And remember, it's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy. Today I'll be sharing my vegan, vegetarian experience across America on my cross-country road trip this past year. How hard was it to find healthy options on my journey? Not as hard as I thought it was going to be. I'm relatively new to the vegan-vegetarian lifestyle. I began in 2019 on my return from Germany. I wasn't feeling great on the new diet here, so I talked with a doctor and made a few changes. I think, similar to others who've been on this journey for health, I began eliminating foods that I was sensitive to, like dairy, wheat, and I found out I felt the best when I ate meatless, or less of meat. Now, after a few years of being vegan-vegetarian, I can share that my journey hasn't been that hard. I don't really miss it. I know there are people out there who are probably a little skeptical, but I just don't. Okay, all right, I might miss bacon a little bit, but it's bacon, come on. I think I just figured out that I was starting to feel bad and I wanted to feel good. And everything began to click. Also on my road trip adventure last summer, I wanted to challenge myself to see how easy or how hard it would be to find these vegan options. Here are some of my favorite vegan vegetarian eats across America. I hope you enjoy this. Manja, manja. My first stop was Seeds in St. Louis, Missouri. It was a horribly rainy day. So no sightseeing in the Gateway City. I decided to make my way to my cousin's house in Jefferson City. So I started to research in Google Maps and I found vegan restaurants around me and Seeds popped up. Seeds is an all-vegan restaurant in the Y-Down Skinker area of St. Louis near Washington University. They really have a fantastic menu, outdoor seating, and an easy ordering process. I ordered the pad thai, and it was delicious. The portions were huge and plenty for me to save some for a little bit later, too. Along the Midwest portion of my cross-country road trip, my next stop was Kansas City. I also used Google Maps to help me find Cafe Gratitude. This glorious restaurant also is community-minded and is located in the Crossroads area of Kansas City. They use local farmers, sustainable agriculture, and are 100% vegan. Even their to-go ware is biodegradable. Their menu is a work of encouragement and support. From dishes called I Am Grateful Community Bowl, which is made with kale, brown rice, black beans, and garlic tahini sauce. This bowl allows individuals to make a donation to contribute to someone in need. I ordered the I Am Humble Indian Curry Bowl. This was Indian spice lentils, brown rice, a bit of spinach, and roasted sweet potato with coconut mint chutney and sweet tamarind sauce. So delicious. My friend Heather, who I was visiting in Kansas City, had the I Am Fulfilled mac and cheese with loaded options. This is made with gluten-free rice noodles in a creamy blend of delicious cashew and Brazil nut cheeses. It's loaded up with favorite additions like wilted spinach, marinated mushrooms, caramelized onions, extra cheese, and coconut bacon. There's bacon. (laughs) Really beautiful colors and tasty. There were so many choices, I can't wait to go back and try more. Another Midwest adventure was Lincoln, Nebraska. In the middle of America's heartland is this fun college town eatery, and I found them using the Happy Cow app. There's a small fee for this app, but I find it super helpful. This community is always on the lookout for more options and availability of vegan options and is updating all the time. Happy Cow!
Rutabaga's comfort food was what I found, and every week the menu changes, and I love this because it means fresh food that's made during the season. The menu when I was visiting this summer was super fun. I enjoyed a Reuben made with mushrooms and tater tots and a raspberry tea. I recently talked to their owner, and unfortunately, they had to close the restaurant portion of Rutabaga's Comfort Food, but they are still doing pop-ups as well as event catering. Check them out. The next one I stopped at was in Colorado, Mad Greens. Their menu is massive. They have salads, bowls, wraps, soups, and sides. It made it very difficult to choose. So I didn't. I created my own bowl. I love this option, and I added all things bright and beautiful. I also ordered tea to accompany my lunch. Mad Greens has locations in Colorado, at least 10, Arizona, and Texas. You can download the menu, pre-order for pickup, and they also offer catering. The assembly line presentation reminded me of, like, nothing but noodles. But you can also order salads, too, like the Vibrant Venus or the Siam I Am. sesame salad. They have over a dozen kinds of dressings to choose from and they also have Texas caviar, sides of hummus and pita and pasta salad. Also in Colorado in the small town of Mintern is a fantastic restaurant called Sunrise Moonrise Mintern. I was blessed to eat here a few times. The avocado toast was delicious as was the Lou's scramble. The scramble included onions, tomatoes, mushrooms, spinach, avocado and hash browns. Yum! A favorite of my friend Sal, she humored me by visiting more than once while I was there. You can check out the menu in the links I put in the podcast description. They do have non-vegan vegetarian options as well, and I found this to be the case in many restaurants around Colorado as well. Another Colorado restaurant we tried was Faux Faux Bai. I'm probably saying that wrong. This Vietnamese restaurant is located in Avon and has several options that are vegan vegetarian. We enjoyed vegetable spring rolls and crispy salt and pepper tofu. They offer several vegetarian options as well, and you can check them out on their menu. The dining hall is very large and can accommodate large parties and families too, and it's not too far from the ski area of Vail. We also stopped in Colorado Springs at the Urban Egg. This luscious restaurant also has a tagline, a daytime eatery. We met my friend Stephanie here for a bite before hitting the road to New Mexico and really enjoyed our breakfast. The options are endless eggs in every way. Famous for their Benedicts and breakfast tacos, we tried a few here. The Tuscan Benedict, the breakfast tacos, and the blue corn huevos rancheros. Definitely filling us up enough to get us back on the road and have happy tummies. My journey continued through the southwest, stopping near Santa Fe next to the small town of Taos. Taos is outdoor recreation heaven in New Mexico, hiking in the summer and skiing in the winter. This is also an art mecca for Native American art and draws visitors every year for its unique tourism. If you've read my blog on Santa Fe or listened to my podcast, seen the vlog, then you know about this little restaurant we stopped in this town called the Burger Stand. This restaurant boasts vegetarian options, so I enjoyed a super spicy shiitake burger with habanero cheese. It was delicious and mouth and eye-watering. The Parmesan truffle fries and sweet potato fries made a great addition too. The prices were normal for the area between $9 and $12, and the sides were $3 each. The restaurant is a very casual vibe with cool local art, murals, and great beer selections too. It's located right on Route 64 in the heart of Taos. You can't miss it. Another favorite on our cross-country adventure was in Oklahoma, Arbuckle Mountain Fried Pies. 
The pie shop began in 1954 in the small Oklahoma town of Springer. We visited the Davis, Oklahoma store, and we were in for a surprise. Our buckle pies have a huge menu that includes savory and sweet, and the choices were amazing, so we had to try several. I tried the spinach, mushroom, and potato, and peach pie. They were equally delicious. They also offer cream pies and no sugar added options. The assembly production line for the fried pies is also a show to watch as well. We arrived on Saturday, and it was super busy for the season. They have stores in Arkansas, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas. So continuing on our journey through America's Midwest, we made a stop in Arkansas. Thankfully, we found another great hidden treasure, the Low Gap Cafe in Arkansas. The slogan for Low Gap is down-home joint for classic comfort fare. I would have to agree, and all diets could be happy here. Whether you're a carnivore or a plant eater, the Low Gap had exceptional menu options. The Low Gap Cafe is located on Route 74 on the way to Jasper, Arkansas, and the Buffalo National River Wilderness. I enjoyed some pasta primavera, which was fresh and excellent. The vegetables were sautéed in a light white wine and butter sauce. The service was fast, courteous, and friendly. Definitely a keeper for those hiking in this region. Of course, we had times when we needed to stop along the road to catch a bite to eat, and this is a chain that I absolutely love because it tastes fresh and you can make several of the dishes vegan. Sasiki's Mediterranean Cafe. For this restaurant, I only needed to Google the name and then click around me. One of my favorites to order on the go is the grilled vegetables and rice. Protein and veggies, how can you go wrong? Melissa ordered a wrap and pasta salad, and you can also uh, eliminate the feta cheese on the pasta salad, and it'll be vegan. There are several items on the menu now that are labeled vegan vegetarian, and I'm always happy to see when chain restaurants come on board with a healthy option. Okay, so number 12, the last one I'm going to share is the Peabody Hotel in Memphis. I really wanted to eat at the famous Peabody Hotel. On my last trip to Memphis, I visited several barbecue joints for my hubby, but that made it challenging to find healthy options for this kind of diet. We ate at the Capriccio Grill, which had menu options for everyone. And we enjoyed some caprese salad for an appetizer, mushroom ravioli, and tortellini. They also have Beyond Burgers, vegetarian pizza options, focaccia bruschetta, and more. So, what do you think of my options? Did you like the 12 that I shared on this trip? Have you struggled to find vegan vegetarian options while you travel? If so, do you have an app that you use? Do you think more American restaurants are coming on board for options for us? Tell me what you think in the comments. Thanks for being here today and for listening See you next week as I share Best Eats in Myrtle Beach. Thanks so much for joining me today. My podcast helps support small tourism businesses and share authentic experiences around the globe. Remember to like, follow, and share my podcast. I'm also on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Pinterest. For more information, travel specials, and more, sign up for my monthly newsletter. The link is in the podcast description below. If you're interested in traveling the world, check out my website, travelwithwendy.net. Thanks for listening today. It's always an adventure when you travel with Wendy.